Ah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> River and Annie, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you yeah, so much. Thanks, Cameron. So the last time I interviewed you, Annie, was 2018, yeah. 19, something like that. <laughs> that was as one of the Sassafras sisters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and this is the newest thing that you've yeah. been doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And then River, the last time I had you on the show was when I was about to interview Dirk Powell <laughs> and it, it went from a jam into an interview and he was just like, no one has to leave. <laughs> and I was like, this is so great. It was what pretty incredible. Yeah, it was immaculate vibes. Um, yeah, and it was so great that you were there. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, welcome back to the show. How long have you two been a duo? Oh, wow. Maybe only like a few months as a duo, but yeah. we've, we've been playing music together for most of our lives mm -hmm. in some form or another. Well, yeah, how did you meet? Um, I think just through the music community, we had a, our teacher, Anthea Lawrence, um, really brought a good group of kids um, to play music in the Olympia community. And then I think we met through that and yeah, started playing music together. And then also festivals. Yeah, like Fiddle old, tunes, Fiddle and tunes and Oli Old Time. time. You know, <laughs> grew up going to those. And... Have you all performed together before or mostly just like played socially? Mostly socially, I think, because we've always been in separate bands kind of growing up. But then um, in the Wave release, our band with both our siblings, um, we started performing together. And oh, I didn't know uh, that this was a band. That's lovely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which I guess yeah, oh, yeah inspired by the, the name of that last tune. <laughs> so great. Mm -hmm. uh, is that, I don't know if I've met your sibling, River? Yeah, Sage. Yeah. Sage. That's older or younger? He's a younger, yeah. Yeah. Great. Plays bass and guitar. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. great. The Waverly's. And yeah. do y'all play Waverly? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Where, where did you get that tune from? Um, I think uh, I got it from Tatiana Hargraves, that, that particular version, for, off of her album that she recorded when she was 13, which still blows my mind. Yeah. It's such an amazing album. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I first heard Trisha Spetzer play that one. Uh -huh. Yeah. I think it's pretty similar. I think so. Yeah, there's some versions go to the E minor, like like what we just played, and, and others don't. And that's kind oh, of the no. big, the big bifurcation. Well, I, e <laughs> I mean, it's kind of just just <laughs> suggested. Yeah. I mean, chords are <laughs> all suggested. <laughs> Sorry for being obtuse. <laughs> I'm not picking up. It's like oh, crunchy, crunchy notes. Great. <laughs> we do love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that tune's so cool. I feel like it's really rare for G tunes to only go to G? Does it go above G at all? I mean... I don't know if you like no. ornament above G at all. No, but the, like, I think the melody does not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that like never happens. I know, yeah, it's yeah. kind of nice. It's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, this is so lovely. Um, thanks for saying yes to this so last minute. Uh, mm -hmm. Y'all are filling in tomorrow. Um, Deer Crow was going to open for the official name of it the olympia jamgrass collective yes <laughs> yes which for some reason i have been invited to participate <laughs> in um so that's why i'm in town and then uh deer crow um got sick and now you two are are filling mm -hmm. in and i and i assume you're also going to be 
jam grassing as well, whatever uh, that I think, means. I think in the okay. second set, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can't wait to do that, and this is such a like lovely yeah. last minute thing. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks for well, making thanks for it happen. Us. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like we're about to end the show, but we have more tunes. To play. <laughs> I know. What are we going to play next? Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to sing something? Or? I could sing something. Sing a okay. song. Sing a song. Okay. Or a tune with words. Yeah. Um, should we do... I guess we could do Table for One. Table for One? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I know this one. Table, table for One? Yeah. Table for One. Uh, this sounds sad. This yeah. sounds like a sad country song. Yeah, is that what this will be? Yeah, sad country Great. song. Exactly. Cool. Courtney Marie Andrews wrote it, um, and it's recorded on the Sassafras Sisters album. Oh, of course, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you probably. I yeah. Wonder if we. I don't think we played it. Uh, I don't. Uh, what what key is Table for One in today? Great. Table for One. I got no one.
Yeah, where did you where did you hear that? Um, I think well, Courtney Marie Andrews wrote it. Yeah, my sister originally found it. I think she was just listening to it, and then we started singing it a while ago. It's one of our first songs for the Sassafras Sisters. So, yeah, yeah. is uh, Courtney like a local person? Um, or like, I I think I'm not sure. I noticed I the wa the Washington reference. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I know. So, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure where she's from, but. I, don't, I have no, I like, I, I don't think I've ever listened to the original version like this. I learned from the Sassafras Aww. sisters, so. <laughs> Sweet. This is your source, yeah. <laughs> That's my source. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. What have you been playing together? Um, is it all just old time and country songs or? Mostly, I mean, we kind of started just like picking some of our favorite fiddle tunes and figuring out how to arrange them for the duo and then. Yeah, some country songs, some old time songs, you know, old bluegrass songs, kind of all that nexus of mm -hmm. American string band music. Um, and now and some originals, Rivers. Been yeah, I've been writing some out. songs. Oh, good. Yeah. Bringing some of those as well. Yeah, lovely. And Annie writes some awesome fiddle tunes, too. So. I've, heard, I've heard some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what do y'all want to play next? Yeah, should we another Maybe another fiddle tune? tune? Um, we we want to do Johnny Court the Widow now. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're gonna play the one that's like in F. In F, kind of <laughs> slash D minor, but yeah, in F. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard that like the Jake Blunt taught it to me. I think back in like 2017 or something, mm -hmm. and back when we would play it together, it was more in like D minor and. G minor. G, yeah. Um, is that the the Minko Sneed version, sort of, or? I don't know. I think that <laughs> yeah. might. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah, we we got this from um, this awesome record that Ferris and Jason Romero put out quite a while ago, called Back Up and Push. Yeah. And it's them, and then each track features a different fiddler from the Northwest, um, and the fiddler for for this track is. Patrick Lind, who I think a lot of people don't even really think of as a fiddler, but he's an awesome fiddler. Yeah, right on. <laughs> and then cool. Some fun version. Well, we'll we get into an F friendly tune. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll just take a minute. Faster, more kind of groovy. I like groovy. Groovy, okay.
opposite to me this time. You were like, I was just like assuming it was the six and you're like, well, what about? <laughs> okay, very good. Ah, oh, what a cool tune. It's really spooky. Yeah. I also like how you can really emphasize like the D minorness or the Fness of it, depending on what you choose. And then like in the A part to you, is it going to the D minor? Is it going to the B flat? And I think for us as a duo without like a guitar or bass player, we can like mess with, mess with that however we want spontaneously yeah. in a really fun way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I love playing with guitarists. <laughs> however, it can be really fun to just have no uh, harmonic foundation and then to just be able to just sort of gesture it. Yeah, yeah. And those are some of my favorite guitarists too who play Absolutely. that way anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely. So this is sort of an open-ended question. I don't know if you have a, a simple answer for this, but y'all are young and you grew up playing this music always. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how old each, how old are each of you now? I'm 18. I'm 22. 18 and 22. I'm curious what it's like to uh, grow up in this musical community as kids. And then all of a sudden now you're adults and you're completely left to your own devices and you have to figure <laughs> out what you're going to do with all of the music that you've been handed mm. and that you've received uh, maybe that's a very intimidating question. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are y'all like, I want to be professional musicians or are you like pursuing other stuff outside of having music be like a career oriented thing? Uh, and, and why? I would say like, there's, there's a reason I've stuck with music, um, into adulthood and like, because it continues to be the thing I most love in life. Um, and like, because of that, I have pursued some professional opportunities in music. Um, but I know that it's really hard to make a living as a professional musician, especially in old time. Uh -huh. Um, so I've kind of hedged my bets. Like I, I'm now going to, in my fourth year of college studying environmental science and mathematics in addition to music. Um, so I'm like, and, and I did that partially because like intellectually, there's a lot of things that I wanted to explore outside of music and I really believe in the liberal arts education as like developing the mind and everything um like being a good citizen and all of that stuff uh -huh. um but partially it is because I worry that I can't just decide to be a professional musician and it'll work out um but that being said I mean I spent pretty much all last summer being on tour teaching or um and I play in depending on how I count it, like four to seven different bands and and while in school still gigging two or three times a week. So certainly have some, some chances there. But yeah. It's it's really, it's really hard to decide. Do I throw myself fully into it or not? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Annie? Um, yeah, well, um, I'm a senior in high school, so I'm applying to colleges right now. Yeah. Um, so I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, uh -huh. And yeah, it's very definitely stress-inducing. Because there's so much pressure being like put on you to like, you know, people say, oh, you know, you can change your career at any point. And like people have, they speak really encouragingly, but it's like you're being asked to 
either invest at least a lot of time, if not also a lot of money, depending on how your college is funded, uh, into building like a skill set that you then have to decide whether or not you're going to pay that money back uh, using that skill set or not. Like it's like a ton of pressure. Totally. You know? yeah. yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Well, right now I'm thinking, well, for some schools, I'm thinking about maybe minoring in music, um, but I definitely want to major in something else. Um, and I'm interested in like something in STEM, public health. So um, yeah, I'm definitely putting most of my energy. My plan is to put most of my energy into that in college, but I definitely want to seek out opportunities um, to play music in college and to try to still be in bands and go to music festivals. But um, yeah, right now I'm thinking not so much of music as a career and more as a yeah. hobby and something to, yeah, have fun and connect with people. Yeah. Like, do you feel like you had like implicit like pressure, like, or expectations to have musical careers or like uh, things like that mm. or like, yeah, I think it's mixed. Like, I think there's some, some adults that are like, definitely like pursue your dreams assuming that my dream is music which i mean yes it is but like right um and like yes you should go for it like you hear a lot like oh you're very talented like you can totally make it um but then you hear other adults being like you know it's awesome that you're in music but it's we also it's awesome that you're driven academically and doing other things and don't put all your eggs in one basket um but i do kind of from a communal from like a community perspective like it, it kind of definitely felt like there was all these kids in Olympia really thriving in traditional music and um, that like it seemed like the community kind of had this sense that like some of us would go professional with it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, yeah. Growing up, I feel like there wasn't, there hasn't been a lot of pressure until like just recently now because uh -huh. I'm thinking about my future yeah. more, but it's. Yeah, it's mainly just been like very inspiring being around mm -hmm. people like the onlys and like also when all your friends and like everyone, all the young kids you're around like are playing music, you just do it too and you don't really think about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I picked up the fiddle because of my sister and I didn't think of it as like a chore or something I had to do. I just was yeah. like doing it because everyone else mm -hmm. was. And um, I think you totally get inspired by just seeing what other people your age are doing. So definitely hasn't been like a pressure around it until now we are kind of thinking about our futures and like, you know, if it will be, you know, professional and stuff. So it, it's definitely changed recently, but yeah, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Sure. And I like speaking to the onlys, like being around them growing up that, I mean, they were always really and continue to be really inspiring um, because it felt like, it felt like they were all, I mean, they're, you know, a few years older than me and it always felt like, like, yeah, that's where I could be in a few years. And then often I, like I was in that place a few years later. Um, and then now I see them, you know, touring and playing these awesome festivals. And it's like, in one sense, it's like, yeah, I could totally, I could totally get there. That would be amazing. But then it's kind of this pressure of like, well, they did it. So I should be able to. And if I can't, then right. like, am I a failure? Like, um, and I also find it's like, it's really interesting how like all of us have gravitated into old time, probably because just the culture and the community around that in the Northwest is so so good because I mean I started out I started out with old time but then I played Celtic for a while and like a lot of there's a lot of other kids in the community playing Celtic music and like even yeah. you know, the only is like I think my progression is pretty similar to 
like Sammy Raymond's because she was into Cape Breton music for a while and yeah. so was I and and then Irish and then eventually came around to old time and like that's that's kind of really a lot <laughs> like what happened to me mm-hmm. um so it's it's I mean it is really cool to have all these people in the area with a similar trajectory yeah I remember like as I was getting closer to graduating high school uh you know I would like maybe cook some members of my like extended family like a meal at like some mm-hmm. gathering and then they'd be like oh maybe you should like start a restaurant you know and it's like ah leave me alone yeah. <laughs> you know it's like I'm I'm literally just trying to cook you a meal yeah. right now mm-hmm. and you uh, want to think about that right? yeah, yeah. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't want like every conversation that I have to be about cementing my identity into a uh into like a vocation mm-hmm. and then to have that also tied to like how I will um, sustain myself in the capitalist hellscape. <laughs> like yeah. when I become an adult, you know, it's like really stressful. And like, on the other hand, I feel like y'all have also seen like a lot of, in this community, a lot of people pursuing music, having music being an important part of their identities mm-hmm. without necessarily it being a career. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah. And I, I really value that, that, there's a lot of people in the community that are great musicians, but they, they've had a lot of other life experiences and whether it's a career or other travel and such, and really well-rounded people that are a joy to be around and fun to talk to. And I'm not saying that professional musicians aren't that often they are because they've traveled around and all that, but sometimes people that kind of were just tracked on music all along in their lives and never, really studied anything else particularly um, targetedly um, maybe aren't my favorite people to be around or, uh-huh. or just like a really kind of like <laughs> the partying scene that sometimes sure around music um, which I mean certainly there's that here too but um, but yeah I might be hanging out with older people that are like managers in state government or like uh-huh. have like interesting perspectives on policy and yeah all these things are like I'm in a band with um, one of our county commissioners and like I hear about all the local politics and and like there's there's a lot to be said f- for people like that that have obviously made music a priority as one of their hobbies but have had a career well we will follow up on this I'm really, like there's really a lot curious more to say here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for letting me ask a little bit of a gotcha question <laughs> but I am legitimately curious no that's yeah. no thanks for asking it that's like really it's like a big question in my mind right now especially since i'm about to graduate college and i it's like even more than when i graduate from high school i actually get to decide what i want to do now uh-huh. and yeah it's it's pretty daunting to, yeah like, is it gonna be full-time music is it not is it, yeah you know? uh well wish i had encouraging things to say <laughs> other than i like you two a lot you <laughs> 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 can figure it out yeah. <laughs> uh well what do you what should we play next we could do, I feel like we should do the Tommy Joe one. Okay. Right? Or, yeah. You know the next? Yeah. Let's yeah. Great, great, great. Okay. D. In D. Great. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. 
really good playing with you two. This oh, likewise. Yeah. Super fun. Well, where do people go to know when you're playing next? Uh, how do people keep up with everything you're doing together and then separately? At least for me, probably uh, Instagram um, at river underscore Sherelle is probably the, the thing I keep most updated. Um, also try to you can find me on Facebook, pretty much the same stuff goes on there, or my website, rivershrail.com. I try to keep that up to date. But yeah. together, we, have, we don't really have any... We don't have an official presence yet as yeah. a... Yeah. <laughs> okay. But... It will just follow, just you follow us separately yeah. at the moment. And yeah. Maybe some point in the near future we'll get that together. Yeah. We're trying yeah. to we're trying to do more more <laughs> gigs together. So if y'all are uh, listening to this significantly after it was recorded, just check the show notes and maybe I've updated yeah. it with mm-hmm. uh, new yeah. Yeah. new links. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for yeah again for doing this so last minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah this so is much a treat. Fun. A lot of fun. Thanks yeah. for having us. What should we end on? Thinking, uh, we're gonna do "Going Across the Sea," yeah, awesome old song into um, a fiddle tune we're calling "Lost." Okay, great. Uh, what key are we doing? In going across a. The sea? a. A. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Oh, 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 oh,
Come and go, go home with me. Fly where my pinnacles go across the Thank you.